1: At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at (gasps) Caskers.com.
0: It's impossible!
2: Oh yeah, it is impossible. I'm not winning anything. (laughs)
0: Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm
2: doing all right. I'm in the Dale.
0: The where? The, the
2: Dale of Lauder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we are with our travel kit right now. People, Our listeners might be able to tell just by hearing alone because we don't have our fancy mics.
2: Yeah. No. but f- you, you can really notice the sound, right?
0: I think so. And our fancy mics are just so heavy. So traveling with them is a real pain Mm. in the behind. So this is our travel kit. And yes, we are in Fort Lauderdale where you have we're in the middle of a a quick jaunt.
2: Yes. Yes. A mysterious Fort Lauderdale jaunt.
0: (laughs) It's not that mysterious. If you guys want to know why we are in Fort Lauderdale, uh, go to my Instagram. So
2: Lauderdale used to be a fort, I guess. Really? I assume it's called Fort Lauderdale. That's that's hard to say. Say that three times fast.
0: Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale.
2: Say six times fast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get you.
0: You're in a weird mood in Florida. Uh, Florida brings out the weird in you. Florida
2: puts me in a weird place. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't think I was meant to be in Florida.
0: No, whenever Andy's in Florida, I've never seen anything like it. He becomes a different person.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and bad things often happen. Oh. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to happen, but... In in the past, I've, I've had bad experiences it's in Florida. It's true.
0: Yeah, Florida and you just do not agree. No. Okay, well. I'm
2: not going to be one of those guys who retires to Florida.
0: I can't even picture Says it. Says
2: every guy is retired <laughs> to Florida.
0: <It's> true. <laughs> okay, well, episode nine picks up. We have a couple of new intros belonging to Taylor and Jordan, and I liked these. Taylor was emptying an empty date card envelope, and it had just like dirt in it.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's really coming through in the small ways.
0: Yeah. And that was actually even his face expression. Like he really committed to it. I thought this was well done. Shockingly
2: well done. You know, he's getting his legs. Oh, I think to be honest, I think he was just really like, like shocked when he when he came onto the beach. Yeah. Like he wasn't prepared for the for the situation.
0: Well, so what you're saying is he got his legs just before
2: he's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He got his legs just in time to use them to walk to the limo.
0: (laughs) And Jordan is mock driving a wheel because he's a race car driver. I thought this was fine. yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Who put that wheel together is the question. Yeah, it's a fine straw and and thatch wheel.
0: <laughs> so we pick up with that rose ceremony cocktail party from two weeks ago. That hotly anticipated conversation between Blake and Jess. He says seeing Katie brought up feelings of what could happen there, and he says I've had a taste of what love is here, and I feel like we're not getting there. And. I was watching like a hawk and we saw all of this come out of his mouth. So I was giving him credit two weeks ago of not having said this to her face. This I thought this was actually kind of harsh.
2: It was harsh. It was a little too much truth. But then again, as they say, or as they meaning me, mm-hmm. as I say, yeah. the more truth you can have in a breakup, the better.
0: Totally. And we learn here really that... Jess is the one holding back, so I guess he's yeah. within his right. You know, he's really been trying to make it work, and she doesn't disagree with him. He says he had way less time with Katie, but was able to accomplish so much more. Meanwhile, they've been going in circles. He feels like he's playing Paradise in a way. They had a great start. It started to fester and circle, and everything is pointing to this not working. Hmm. And he says, quote, are we just waiting for the end? I can totally picture that happening in this setting.
2: Yeah. I think that Jess is just not ready for a relationship relationship. She says she wants to fall in love, but I think she wants to fall in love theoretically. I, I don't get the feeling like Jess is ready to jump into a big relationship. Hmm. That's, that, that's my takeaway.
0: Andy, you said at one point that Jess reminds you of an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Can you explain why? Like what way?
2: Um, Just like a little emotionally not, you know, present generous
0: okay generous yeah and not necessarily
2: out of spite or out of malice but out of just that's the way they they are right now in their life yeah they're just not giving they're not they're not opening up to anyone really they're just kind of like i'm my own thing here on my (laughs) own island
0: yeah and you can kind of see it with jess i feel like she's that way socially as well not just romantically Mm -hmm. but she's lovely and i think she's 24 like i kind of respect it. I feel like if you're ever going to be like that, she's at the perfect age to be like that. Like she should be just with herself and enjoying that.
2: I actually feel like if you're going to be emotionally reserved in relationships, 24 is a great age to do it.
0: Oh, amazing.
2: Yeah. Better, better than than 34.
0: Totally. And 24, like that is the time for her to figure out what she wants. I feel like we're watching a 24 year old learn what she wants in a relationship. Sure. And she probably would have thought Blake would be that person. And then she's even surprising herself. Like we're watching her learn about herself. She says it was really good in the beginning. Then it felt like they stopped having fun, but she wanted to see it through. And she admits that she doesn't really know how to end something. Cause she tries to figure out what's missing. I mm. feel like so many people do that in relationships, yeah. especially women yeah. where it's like, it you know, it's over really deep down. Maybe you don't, but there's enough evidence to suggest that this is a little harder than it should be. She even says, quote, I guess it shouldn't be this hard. But I feel like a lot of people are like, but there's enough good, like maybe we can patch together the things that aren't working. This was really honestly a masterclass in ending something that isn't necessarily completely broken, but one of you has the strength to do it. And that was Blake.
2: Yeah. And, and to be honest, Jess accepted it. Re- she received the perceptive breakup yeah i actually well, think technically
0: she was the one who broke up with him but he was the one who was mature enough
2: to let her break up with yeah, him.
0: yeah well to uh, to keep faced her with it otherwise yeah. this was going to coast and coast no, you're and right coast. it
2: really showed the difference in maturity relationship yes. maturity and i'm not i'm not that's not derogatory towards jess no because she's 24 yeah but but he blake was like you know what i've been through this let's cut to the chase this is how this goes down usually yes. i'm gonna let you off easy I'm to make this easy for you oh he made this it. isn't working oh. go ahead break up with me yeah. good okay thank you goodbye
0: i gotta say blake I'm i know you picked well it. <laughs> now i'm questioning my pick
2: i <laughs> maybe i need someone more mature
0: <laughs> blake says it wasn't because of katie regardless of katie they weren't working And they pretty much thank each other. She thanks Mm. him for making her feel so comfortable there. This ends very amicably and maturely, which I don't think is that surprising. Can you imagine these two ending with a sort of blowout scene? I can't even picture it. No,
2: no, they're just, they're they're too reserved. You know, I have to say they're both, both of them, are confident in their own way. Totally. And they're confident enough not to melt down.
0: Yes. Blake says his goodbyes and Kylie runs after him. She basically pulls him out of his exit van. And what transpires here, I'm going to admit, had me on the edge of my seat. And I don't know if anyone else saw it the way we did.
2: I I, I don't know. Are we sick? Because I... (laughs) I
0: I think we're a little sick.
2: Can I tell you something? If they had made out right there, that would have been the hottest (laughs) moment I'd ever seen in this franchise. I I, I would have lost it. She
0: says she can't be in paradise without him. What's she supposed to do? She was like, is there no one you'd be willing to stay for? I mean,
2: come on, Kylie, you siren. (laughs) How is that to be how can you interpret that differently? Am I just, are we just like we have think, dirty minds? I like, think
0: we have dirty minds. I think that they're just really good friends, but the way she said it, like so quietly, is there no one you'd be willing to stay for? And they were kind of like holding each other's glance for a little too long. I was like, what is going on? Are they going to make out? And Blake
2: did that thing where he like, he like closed his eyes and he's like, don't do it. Don't say it. Like, it's almost like he was thinking, like, should I just make out with her? Or should I tell her it's her? Yeah. And then he was just like, no, this would be too weird. I'm on TV. He had the common sense to do that. Yeah. Because it would have been a bad (laughs) luck.
0: I think some guys in his position would have gone and made that move. And maybe
2: they would have gone in the cheek. And our theory was completely wrong. But I felt so much, I felt, you know, I felt, I felt a hard, thick cheese of sexual tension.
0: <laughs> was it a stinky cheese? No, it was hard. It was hard. It was, it was, hard. Yeah, it was like hard you had to cut it to like you meat. had to cut
2: it with like like a, a serrated blade. Okay. It was that thick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I felt it too. Shandy's, let us know if we were the only ones watching this feeling. There's
2: no way we're the only ones. We think? may be in the minority. I'd be disappointed if we were in the minority. I think the majority of people should have felt some sexual tension. There. Okay. Or um, else maybe we've got problems. <laughs> Or both.
0: (laughs) And now he exits. He says that he feels like a bit of a failure. He feels like he has things to offer. Why is he not figuring it out? This is just a matter of him not having met the right person yet. Same with Jess, honestly. I think she'll meet someone with whom she really can open up. And, and also, I don't really think I I love Jess in general, and I love her in Paradise even more than I did on Bachelor. We always liked Jess. Yeah. Even when she was crying all the time, I was like, I feel her. Like, oh, I know yeah. what she's going through. But I really don't think this is her environment.
2: No, 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 it's not. And you can tell she's always got this kind of, like, wink to the camera, like, I don't feel like I should be here, but I'll play the game. Yeah. I really do feel that. Yeah. You know what she's got? Um... Aaron B. Yeah, every time Aaron B. says, and this is okay. I have a theory about Aaron B. Okay. This is nice to Aaron B. Don't yeah. don't get. I know people are ready for me to shut Aaron B., but so no. I'm not. We've, come we've around. done around. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm fully in the Aaron B. camp. Me too. So it's over. Yeah,
0: it took a while. It took a while. He had to work for it. Yeah, but it, it's because things, apparently we're cats. We're cats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we finally were like.
0: <laughs> That's a reference to our episode with Katie Thurston. I'll link it here. Okay, yeah. go on.
2: Yeah, that's what they do. They rub their forehead on you. That's oh, what that's they, when they you know. Like, basically, like, you're in my clan. Now you're good. Okay. Yeah. And then if they go on their back and show their belly, then you're like, it's almost like sexual level. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Aaron B. Every time Aaron B. says something nice, sweet, or sentimental, he says it through a pained smile. Uh-huh. Like he, Like to Eliza, he's like, Eliza. I really, I really want to be with you for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, He sees the camera and he's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's what it is. Aaron B. in real life can it's say different. those things with a straight face. Totally. And be totally sincere. And it, it's, it's great.
0: Yeah. But and I like it when someone can't fully be themselves with cameras on. Yes, yes. Aaron
2: B.'s face is always, I see a camera behind me. This is embarrassing. Yeah. And I respect that deeply. Uh huh. And I feel the same thing with Jess. Okay. She has the Aaron b like, I know the cameras are here. This is weird. I'm not going to make believe this is normal. Yes. And I respect that.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of AB, he is back at the beach and he thinks that this will start a domino effect of breakups, which of course shifts attention over to Mercedes and Tyler. Uh, Mercedes in her ITM wisely says that uncomfortable conversations make you grow and realize what you want. I mean, yeah. Merce- Mercedes. Very mature. Oh, I already liked her. I think it was Zach's season. We didn't see much of her, but I love it when you get to know someone better, and you're and you're like, that's exactly who I thought you were going to be in the best way.
2: Oh yeah. Mercedes is that Mercedes person. Has gr- Mercedes has proverbially aged like a fine wine.
0: Yes. Okay, so she pulls Tyler to chat and we get an entirely unnecessary sepia tone flashback of their story, which is mm-hmm. basically their one date. They- it was
2: like a lifetime <laughs> journey.
0: <laughs> yeah. they Like really- an hour. Yeah, they talked about that shooting star. You can't star. sepia
2: tone anything less than... A week. Oh, I mean,
0: this show does it all the time. Yeah,
2: It's it's illegal. (laughs) You can't do that. Sepia is for things at least longer than a week. It's
0: true. It needs to be used sparingly. Sepia tone, it loses its impact. Unless it's used as a
2: joke, but I don't think it's really a joke. It's kind of a little bit of a joke. The whole show is a joke. So technically everything's a joke.
0: Mercedes and Tyler chat. She says she feels like they've plateaued. Andy, you laughed at his too serious face in response to this. Yeah. You you were laughing at Tyler in general throughout this conversation. Tyler
2: was a fish out of water here. I mean, Tyler knew what he was doing here, and he was just he was caught red-handed. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he did something so evil. He just knew that he. I knew Tyler wasn't serious about Mercedes. Yeah,
0: I agree, and I feel like though he maybe kind of sort of thought that he was getting away with it.
2: Yeah, and and he he was caught. Yeah, it was like in the Scooby Doo where they're like, you know, if it weren't for you meddling kids. I would have gotten Why away. Why would with you
0: it? say it without the voice?
2: Oh well, it's always is it always the same guy? So he's an evil guy. He's like, and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids.
0: Wait, what's that from?
2: Scooby Doo.
0: Oh, I thought it was Dennis Every, the Menace.
2: Dennis the Menace.
0: Oh, I'm wrong. How? By I, the way, I'm not confident at all in this.
2: If you can get this, I will be so impressed. What was Dennis the Menace's actual last name in the show?
0: i have no idea i will never get that I wait ha- wait you want to try multiple choice give me
2: But this is the problem i
0: i you're I, not sure I, I know either. it's between two <laughs>
2: things and i'm not sure which one it is i damn i wish i knew this
0: <laughs> you're, you're the one that What i was gonna this. do
2: is if you got it right i would have been like that's it <laughs> but i i you didn't guess it i think it's marshall or mcdaniel
0: dennis marshall dennis it's it sounds like marshall to me.
2: Dennis Marshall. Oh God, I hope it's one of those Dennis two. Dennis McDaniel. Gonna
0: get... Dennis McDaniel. No, it's
2: Dennis, Mar- Dennis. Oh crap. I think it might not be either of those. <laughs> okay. Let's move on quickly, quickly. Maybe they won't notice. It's never happened. Yeah. But anyway, at the end of every Scooby-Doo cartoon, which by the way, was the most popular Saturday morning cartoon when I was a little kid. Okay. They would foil the criminal and the criminal would always say that. I feel like every episode, that was like a standard line. It was like he always said it. It was almost like a joke.
0: Okay, but where are you going with that? How does that relate to Tyler?
2: He got foiled. If it weren't for Mercedes, (laughs) he would have gotten away with it. Well,
0: he was trying to foil her.
2: Yeah, it was. That's what
0: bothers me about this. It feels a little like Tyler was like, ah, oh, you got me. It, it almost felt like even when he started to tear up here, it felt like it was still for his own benefit. I like think... he could kind of try to salvage looking like the good guy by crying. But then he couldn't, he still wasn't able to lie really fully about the spark. So he just kind of came off looking a little like, uh, a little, little skeezy. little Tyler. Oh, I feel bad saying that. No, no,
2: no. Tyler's fine. He's just uh <laughs> it's tyler
0: <laughs> wait are you are you swooping in for an i told you so right now
2: no no no. it's not an i told you so." look tyler is remember there's two there's two people for every person who's on the show there's yeah. the person on the show and there's the person they are in real life yeah tyler is tyler on this show i don't know what tyler is in real life okay i can't judge that yeah but i know that tyler is tyler on the show and one of the things tyler is doing is he's a he's a player He likes to just play around. And he kind of felt inconvenienced almost in this moment. He's like, why are you inconveniencing me? This is, of course, I'm playing this game. Like, Mm. why are you pointing it out? Let me keep going.
0: I think Tyler plays the romantic lead harder than he should and I just don't really buy it. It's too much, it's too much, too many words. I felt that way on Rachel's season. Like we we had a big issue with all his, his flowery language on Rachel's season, how he could say so much and yet nothing at all. Yeah. And then last season of Paradise with Brittany, kind of a similar thing. I know he ended up getting his heart broken, allegedly, afterwards. But she even said that she didn't feel it was like authentic. And then again here, I just, I feel like, I, I kinda think Tyler just needs to be a single dude for a while. Like yeah. and, and just wait to meet someone that he's really excited about. I think he
2: should do what I think he does probably pretty well is just be a player. <laughs> okay. Is that wrong?
0: No, I mean I I, I agree. I'm I not
2: d- saying a player like screwing people over, just playing. Like yeah. in the most innocent usage. <laughs>
0: Well basically, Mercedes says that she feels like he never pursues her. He never touches her leg except for right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he basically thinks that he feels her pulling away and he's like, Oh, let me touch that leg.
2: That's the worst when you get called out for being affectionate to try to make up for past not affectionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like,
0: damn it, I knew I shouldn't have touched her leg. <laughs> she says that she came there ready for a relationship. She has been bettering herself for that. She hasn't seen him trying. And he's like, Oh, you don't think I've tried? He says that he wants to leave with someone where there's a sp- spark. And she says, well, do you think there's a spark with us? And he says, that's what I've been trying to find. And she's like, so you haven't found it. And he shakes his head and she's like, oh, what are we doing then? And then he says that when he gave her his last rose at the rose ceremony, that was his gesture of hoping to find a spark with her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tyler. That's
2: like winning a ticket to be in a lottery. Uh, (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: That was, by the way, in 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 college. This happened to me. I never win anything. Uh-huh. I do not win anything.
0: That's it's, one of my favorite things about our Word Watch, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah. We
0: single handedly have made all these people who probably also feel they never won anything. Yeah. We we make it so make they win. Them winners. Things. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, we're not winners, but we're winners in in enjoying vicariously their winning. Yes. So when I was in college, we were in like the big cafeteria, and there was this announcement. There was they were doing some lottery for some pretty big prize. And they announced out of the two thousand people in that room, they announced five people, and I was one of them. And I was like, "This is amazing! I won like a real thing." And but we were five people who were entered into another lottery. Oh. And then I didn't win that one. Oh. So it was even worse than not winning anything. Wait,
0: so you didn't win anything? They
2: won nothing. I just won my name being called, in the cafeteria. Oh.
0: Oh, that and, sucks. And then nothing. Well, I guess technically when we do the word watch, people have to get it right first. So they're, yeah. they have to win entry.
2: Well, it is sort of like an unannounced first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so maybe I'm getting back on everybody. <laughs> Suckers.
0: So Tyler tries to salvage this by saying that maybe spark means something different to her than it does to him. <laughs>
2: I was talking about one of those non flame sparks
0: (laughs) and she was like, you need a spark. I thought that Mercedes handled this so well. She gets a little pissed, but not too angry. She's just like she states her truth simply. She says that she feels he wasn't honest with her. He was just there to have fun. She could have maybe invested her time in someone else who really was looking for something serious.
2: Mercedes is a cool cat.
0: Yes, and she says that he will not be receiving her rose that night. Yeah,
2: just straight up. Goodbye, sir.
0: And now Tyler leaves.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. This
0: kind of surprised me because I really thought there was a chance Tyler might go for Jess.
2: I was surprised too. I think he, even Tyler, was like, that might make me look really bad at this point.
0: Yeah, because if you think about the other guys that... Now descend on Jess. Yeah, you know they all come out of the woodworks. Suddenly, all these men are like, (laughs) "Yeah, I've I've secretly had my eye on you, but you've been taken this whole time." I think Tyler. There's more of a betrayal because Mercedes is right there, and she and Jess are friends. Yeah, I always go back to the scene where Mercedes like touching her bikini top, talking about how sexy it is. I'm like, that is friendship. Like those girls are close.
2: Yeah, I, you know? I I think that Tyler knew that he was something of a sympathetic character after Rachel's season. Yeah, and he's slowly like gone down a hill of respect. Yeah, and I think he feels like that would have been maybe the final straw to make him a real villain.
0: Yeah, I think at the heart of it, Tyler does not have villainy in him. No, it's it's more like soft. Yeah. Like he lead on a girl for, for a couple of weeks. I think Tyler
2: honestly came on the show. He's like, he's like, am I not doing the right thing? Like this is Bachelor in Paradise. No, a bunch of hot people on a beach. Am I not supposed to play? Like I don't, I don't it's fair. fault him. No, that's I just, uh,
0: it's totally fair. You're right, actually.
2: But within the game, had he taken it that one step further, he could have ended up as a as a villain.
0: But he also would have been way more exciting.
2: That's true. <laughs> Catch twenty-two, which is
0: often what we want out of Tyler. Anyway, he leaves, and I think that was probably the best move for him. Like he looked as good as he could. He knew that there nothing he could say was going to make. Him I was look better. actually
2: impressed. I thought this showed some maturity. Yeah, same and self-control.
0: Okay, so Michael and Olivia now. He takes her to play basketball this makeshift basketball that he made cor- yeah. <laughs> there's a net and ball and she's like oh my god this is so thoughtful so sweet i love how his smile oh yeah he said knows. i didn't make this but i did think of it and you're giving me all the credit but i don't feel super comfortable taking other credit, oh, so yeah. i'm just gonna smile really big <laughs> oh
2: it was great this won me over completely oh
0: i fell in love with him yeah. here also her appreciation for this gesture even she probably knows that he didn't make it. I think that her appreciation paired with his, like, perfect amount of shame yeah. over receiving yes. all her thanks, having not made it himself, was just, it said so much about both of them in you a know, good way.
2: The only way that could have topped this off better is if he just said, like, a very serious,
0: you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never go out of style. No. Okay, now we get a montage of the good couples, which is Aaron B. and Eliza mm. and Kat and John Henry, who'd have thunk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rachel and Jordan now chat. I have to admit, when they sat down together, I was like, because oh, mm-hmm. I love them together. Me too. And this conversation looked cute. It seems so promising. She said she had the best time with him, and she says that there's no one she would rather give her rose to. I was very excited by this. Although,
2: I got to be honest, in my life experience, if... A relationship ended as quickly as theirs did. Generally, it's it ended for a reason. Uh-huh. Like I don't believe in the like the reanimation oh. of this connection. Like I I just don't because she sent him home on the first date. She had a date with him and she's like, Goodbye. Yeah. Early on in the show. Like it was a little weird. So why is it suddenly that she's all into him again? I just don't buy it.
0: I mean, you're making a good point. Andy, at the time you said, what makes Jordan better this time? <laughs> you agree with yourself <laughs> I see your point but it still bummed me out because I just feel like they actually have a really good rapport it remind- I think,
2: yeah but it's a friend rapport I think they would be mm-hmm. friends
0: in her ITM Rachel says that at this point she's not considering giving her rose to Tanner which, again, I mean, I always complain about the in-between moments not being shown. But what the hell happened there? Last time we saw Rachel and Tanner, it was like, let's see where this goes. They, they kiss on the lounge chairs on the beach. And it seemed like she was going to leave Jordan in the dust to go for Tanner. And apparently they both changed their minds since then. But I just don't know how we're, we're supposed to follow.
2: this. I, mean, I have to say it. The common denominator here is Rachel.
0: No, it's also Tanner. Tanner doesn't have a great track record. Brayden,
2: Tanner, Jordan. And wasn't there
0: someone else? Uh, Sean, if you want to count him. I know his name.
2: Sh- <laughs> Sean certainly should be counted. They were almost going steady for the first half No, of
0: Sean was not. Na- Sean
2: there is was... 100% counted. No,
0: Sean How doesn't is he count. Not counted. He just doesn't count. They he...
2: were like coupled up for a while. No, he she counts. wasn't into him. Okay. This is ir- irregardless. Is it irregardless of a word? I never remember. I think it's just regardless. Okay, regardless, four people with Rachel have kind of mysterious endings. Sean, I agree, was okay, the least Okay, mysterious.
0: well, so with Tanner, Kat, Davia, Rachel...
2: Yeah, Tanner's also a common denominator, but there's three other people with Rachel.
0: I mean, at this point, they're they're all common denominators. There's only so many people to go around.
2: So what's the thing with Tanner? Let's let's figure this out. What's the thing with Tanner? Why is he? Because Tanner just goes for whatever the next pretty rabbit is, right? <laughs> okay. He just is that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to keep kind of in his mind perceptively upgrading or <laughs> sideways, grade, whatever. That's He's more basic. Rachel, there's something else going on. Mm. I think, if I had to guess, I think Rachel's a little guarded, and I think Rachel is not giving this sort of like saccharine love that you expect on Bachelor in Paradise out of the gate. Uh-huh. And I think that might be the deciding factor.
0: Well, yeah, I think she's guarded, and also Rachel really needs, I feel like she needs to be proven to. Like she yes. she dim you know, she especially what she's been through with Tino. Yeah. Right. And then here with Brayden, she really needs to feel completely pursued and eyes only for her. And I don't think she's asking too much, frankly.
2: No. And she's
0: just in a setting where that really doesn't happen that much.
2: And the weirdest one is Brayden because Brayden did get her. And I then still Brayden feel just sad. vanished on her. What is that? That one's still It's so f- out of character for Brayden.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, Q, Jordan, chatting with a group of people. He says he feels a connection with Rachel, sure, but is it more than that? Oh, my mm. heart sank here. In his ITM, he reveals he's actually interested in Mercedes. So he speaks with Mercedes now. He says, coming in, she was someone he was very interested in meeting. He says she's great. She deserves the world. Jess in her ITM, meanwhile, says that she normally still wouldn't be there. I love that she said this because I have to admit, I was wondering about this. I was like, why between Jess and Blake is Blake the one leaving? Hmm. Not because... I want Blake to stay and I want Jess to leave more so that it doesn't suit Jess's personality. I feel like I pictured her leaving after that breakup.
2: I agree. But Why th- is she staying? Is she having fun? Which <laughs> is fine. She's yeah. allowed to have fun.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like she's having that much fun. It doesn't?
2: So who is it? Just Tyler and Jordan? <laughs> well, is she th-
0: said there's some part of her telling her to stay and explore something she wouldn't have otherwise. So is
2: it Tanner? Did she think of Tanner? I mean, I think so. So not Jordan or Tyler? Or Braden. Or Brayden.
0: Okay, well Q Braden. Mm. Braden pulls her to chat. He says he remembers that she said she <laughs> wanted a guy to give her a box of chocolates. What are you laughing?
2: <laughs> it's just so funny. This you know this reminds you of this remanche of like a room where there was a meal. Uh-huh. and like there was food around but the food's been cleaned up but there probably are some like really tiny little bits of crumbs somewhere around the room yeah and like someone walks into that room with a dog uh-huh. and immediately the dog is just like yeah yeah, yeah. He's just like sniffing everywhere You're like what's going on with that boy what's yeah. going on he's yeah like, there must have been some food in here uh-huh. right why else is he sniffing yeah and i feel like that's what's what all the guys on the beach are doing <laughs>
0: You got something, boy? Yeah. You yeah, got, you got something? yeah, yeah. Well, what do you got over there? What do you got? <laughs> Jess. It's Jess. Jess is here. like, there's no one there. No, oh, no, Jess is here. So he gives her a box of chocolates. This is super cute, actually. It showed thoughtfulness on his part, even though I don't think he alone procured this box of chocolates. I do
2: not believe so. She
0: is very moved by this. And I love she says, I need chocolates tonight. I loved this line. I relate so hard to that line. <laughs> I need. It's not, I wanted chocolate tonight. I need chocolates tonight. Plural, need versus want tonight. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. I'll go, I'll go to the chocolate store. <laughs> I get the point. I
0: just felt that so hard. Yeah. And now as we hear her and Brayden talking, we learn that Tanner is also interested in Jess. I have to admit... <laughs> What do you got
2: over there, boy? <laughs>
0: Chicken. So Jess is speaking with Taylor on a daybed, and poor Taylor, his purpose is basically to be interrupted by Tanner. Mm. That was really it.
2: Honestly, if I was t- Taylor at that point, I'd be like, "Nah, no, you're not interrupting me. I've oh. I've been, I've been a, a, a a welcome mat this whole time. Yeah, I'm standing my ground. No, but I think Taylor knew his place. He knew that he was dispensable.
0: Yeah, they were talking about like their dogs or something. Yeah,
2: I think he knew. He knew.
0: No, I don't know if he knew. I mean, he thought that she called his name at the roast ceremony.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I think that was like me getting my name called at the cafeteria. I was like, it's impossible. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is impossible. I'm not winning anything.
0: Oh, that's so sad.
2: Yeah. it was, It was. was. He thought that was a Christmas miracle. Oh. I mean, that was not, he was not like, oh, yeah, of course it's me. Why not?
0: Okay, so Tanner speaks with Jess now. Andy, you said it's a feeding frenzy.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> he, it's everyone. Now everyone's coming at it. Now it's sharks.
0: Tanner says he thinks she's a good person. He's there for her. She asks about Rachel. She's like, hey, wasn't something supposed to happen there for a bit? And he gives, in my opinion, a too long answer that, Is basically saying they're just they've decided they're just friends. He says he's more hopeful now. He felt she was closed off because she was into Blake, and that that is the biggest green flag because it means she's super loyal and wanted to see things through. That's such an attractive quality. Andy, you said so much exposition.
2: God, you know what's amazing? Compare this. This is how far we've come. Compare this to what this would have been like in the Serengeti a million years ago. Oh, there would just been like. Fighting, beating each other's heads in with rocks. Yeah. And eventually like two or three guys were like, they'd limp away and be like, I'm done. I can't deal with that yeah. anymore. And every my one guy my is horn isn't like big enough. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I live to fight another day. There's other women in the Serengeti. Yeah, yeah. And this guy just grabs her and that's it. It's yeah. the end of it. Yeah. And now it's just like so much talking. <laughs> Not that I'm, I'm promoting that kind of behavior. No. I'm just saying that it's really evolved to like too much. There's too much stuff going on.
0: I have to admit it took you mentioning this for me to realize what was wrong because I I felt something was a little off. I actually think that they could be a good fit, but it just felt like so much pleasantry, so much like, and then explanation. Explanation. And and it felt like just such a roundabout way to get to the point. Actually, I'm going to, I don't, I shouldn't speak for all women, but I think it would have been a lot more attractive to her if he had just been like, just so you know, I've been interested in you since I first arrived but you've been with Blake this whole time and now that he's gone, I'm really excited. Like, I just want to get to know you. Like if that's not cool, whatever, but I'm laying it all out there.
2: 100%. I would have just gone up and been like, Hey, I had a few since night one. I, I should have talked to you on the first night we were here. And that's my bad. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. I think you're the by far the best catch on this beach. Like just lay it on no bullshit. Yeah. Not talk about what we're gonna do in five years or why she exhibits traits <laughs> yeah. that are admirable in a relationship yeah. and what he's looking for. Uh, yeah, and yeah. just get there. Like is a talker. Close-
0: Tanner is a talker.
2: In that situation, you want to go as close to primitive man I as mean, humanly this possible. this reminds me
0: of with Rachel last week, uh, two weeks ago. It was also so much talking, Talk, and it, none of it was about her specifically.
2: Do women like that? Does, do we, I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Maybe I'm. I've grown out of this. What? I
0: think that it can it can disguise itself as being like emotional maturity and a man knowing what he wants and being sensitive, but actually. I mean, here, even here with the Jess thing, like this is at least more specific to Jess than the Rachel stuff was to her. It wasn't specific to Rachel at all, but it just still feels like that was a green flag to me. Like I find that trait so attractive. It's like, I just feel like, like I just want him to talk about her. Like, yeah. Yeah. What is it about her? Not like, oh, the loyalty she exhibited by staying with Blake for as long as she did. I don't know. It just feels a little convoluted, a little overcomplicated. And
2: extremely unsexy, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be explained to yeah. things. Okay. I just want to be taken.
0: Okay, Jess says that she does want to get to know him. She seems to be interested. All Jess, is right. hard to read.
2: I think she's, she said that where she thinks he's really good looking. Because well, I'm telling you, his game horose. did not get him there.
0: Well, she, I mean, oh yeah, Tanner's game is what's gotten him well, this far no, in life. It's I, just I, his game. <laughs> Not the package in which no, no. he comes.
2: Obviously. But what I'm saying is I don't think she cared about anything he said. He didn't step on it. Like, it's not like he said anything that was a faux pas. No. I don't think she listed it. Like, she was like, yes, next, next, next. Can I talk now? You're hot. Okay,
0: okay. I think Jess is the type of woman who does not realize how stunning she is. And I think a lot of her confidence in her, like, what she can get comes from you know, just sort of, she's like blossoming, you know, she's 24 years old. I feel like a lot of it is based on her, the responses she's getting from the opposite sex at this mm. point in her life. And I think that she is not the type of personality. She doesn't have the kind of, I don't want to say arrogance, but let's, okay, we'll go with confidence where she walks into a room and is like, okay, I can have any guy here. I think Tanner revealing he's interested in her was probably like oh i've thought he's the hottest guy here since i since i first arrived but i didn't think he was interested in me it's
2: interesting i feel a little more nuanced about Jess i think Jess knows to some degree what a hot commodity she is but i think she's shy mm. and i think she doesn't want to do the work at the outset i think she wants to have somebody come in and swoop in and kind of do everything that's needed to be done mm. I don't know if she is not aware of her worth. Oh, I just, no,
0: no, 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 I didn't say worth. Her striking beauty.
2: I think she is aware. I think she's shy. I, she's one of those weird combinations of hot and shy.
0: Mm, okay. We can agree to disagree because as a woman, I feel very strongly about my take. I think that it's very male to assume that a beautiful woman knows exactly how beautiful interesting. she is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. All hey.
1: right.
2: Okay. I, I'm going to defer to you. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that brings us to our rose ceremony. Eliza gives her rose to Aaron, B, Kat to John Henry, Kylie to Avon, Olivia to Michael, Sam to Peter. Sam and Peter, I mean, we just never see any of them, which is a shame because I like them together. Yeah. Uh, Jess to Tanner, and poor Taylor.
2: No, that was really. He hears
0: Tanner, which does sound a little like Taylor, a little bit, and he comes for it. Oh, uh, and Jess's he, her reaction. I felt, I felt oh, her. She was like, everyone, sorry. no
2: one was happy about that. Oh, that
0: was painful. Uh, so you think he was just like, ah, huh, lottery, yeah, it's a miracle?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, he he knew that that was a long shot. Yeah. I just think he's like, well, here we go.
0: Mercedes to Jordan. Mm, Rachel looks quietly shocked but I I feel that she probably knew it was coming. I don't know. I have a hard time believing that who everyone's giving roses to is not discussed unless Mercedes and Rachel are not friends. I think they're friends. Rachel is a bit of a lone wolf. Well, that's the thing. She's a bit of, I'm realizing that, you know, there's that circle of friends, you know, the Kylie, the Mercedes, Kat, the three of them are really a trio. I think Jess is kind of friends with them, but she's not. And then there's like Olivia with Eliza. Rachel, she's kind of a lone wolf.
2: Yeah, I agree. Lone wolf. That's a good way to describe her.
0: Yeah. And as a, I mean, I'm also a bit of a lone wolf. Yeah. So I can kind of relate to that. Uh, I was told that once by a high school friend years oh. after we graduated high school. You are a lone wolf. Yeah. She was like, You were always a lone wolf. And I was like, huh. Hmm. I yeah. never really saw it that way, but I kind of know what she means. Um, so I say it with love to yeah. Rachel. Oh no, absolutely. I really do. Okay, so Rachel, I have to add, also looks like she's been crying. Yeah. She goes to give out her rose next, and then she says she needs a second. She leaves. Jesse finds her, and she says she needs to go. I don't blame her. Yeah. He asks if she's sure, and she says that when she first arrived on the beach, she told herself that if there was a point where she knew she needed to go, she would go, and this is that moment.
2: Rachel handles herself quite beautifully here, I thought.
0: Oh, I have come on around with Rachel. And
2: you know what? You know what the best kind of coming around is where you don't want to come around, Mm -hmm. but they make you come around. I
0: will admit, Rachel coming into Paradise, I was like, okay, yeah, former Bachelorette, you know, she had her moments on her season, but she also had, you know, moments that I think we made fun of, you know, and talk about redemption. I mean, I genuinely, I'm a fan.
2: Uh, Me too. She didn't make one slip this whole season. I felt like she was just, she did everything right in her own way.
0: Yeah, in her own way while still being herself. Like it didn't feel like she was trying to be correct.
2: Yeah. Unless they edited it out. All these horrible scenes where she did something that drove these people away, which I find extremely no, unlikely.
0: They would have shown it. They, they have loyalty to no one. Absolutely. Rachel in her ITM says that she made mistakes, but has learned more about herself here than she could have expected. And she says, even if she's not leaving with anyone, Paradise has meant standing on her own two feet for the first time. Oh. And she feels like she was meant to be there. It was an amazing experience and she's happy. What a lovely way to end.
2: Inspirational.
0: Yes. Inspirational. I think a lot of people go there and just end up bl- playing the blame game. I've said this before. They go there and it's like, oh, he did that. And she said this and blah, blah, blah. She stabbed my back. She stole my man. Blah, 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 blah. Rachel left. And she's like, it reminds me of like Survivor. Like when you've been betrayed by your closest ally. And it's like, well done you. Like I learned so much about myself. how? What a cool experience.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's so interesting because aside from the stuff with Sean where I felt like she got a little petty's not the word it was more like just a little too reactionary yeah over the top yeah. reactionary i would say like old Rachel. Yeah. She didn't say anything petty about anybody. She never like belittle anyone. She no. never showed any sort of like woundedness. Yes. I don't know. I, I would have been worse than Rachel by far.
0: Oh, especially with Braden. I would have when, been I
2: would have been a mess over Brayden. I yeah. would have been gone full cat on Braden.
0: Yeah. She showed tremendous restraint yeah. throughout this whole experience. And I think it was a great redemption story in its own way. It had nothing to do with her finding love. Yeah, how great is that? Okay, so going home at this rose ceremony are Braden and Taylor. Braden, in his ITM, says that he shouldn't have gone on that date with Becca because finally realizes. Yeah, he threw away a good thing with Rachel. He messed up their potential. I love that he addressed this. Yeah, maturity. I mean, he was like, again, it would have been easy to be like, oh, that that Becca, she screwed me over. Yeah. Instead, he's like, I made the mistake.
2: Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I I still very puzzled by what happened with him and Rachel. Not even a chat. Did we not see the chat? Was there a chat? Was he just like, hey, I'm sorry, but I I kind of don't really feel it 100%. Why not
0: show that?
2: It must have not happened. Maybe. Because it it feels like that would have been something we'd want to see. No, but
0: that would make it look too... Too nice. Yes.
2: It would have taken away the momentous nature of that decision. Yes. But wow, if that happened without any any discussion, mm-hmm. that's just weird. And it's out of character for Braden. unless I just don't know Braden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you know Braden. I know Brayden. <laughs> One thing I really f- I felt from this whole season, like that was a really big letdown, was like that ending the way it did with no conversation shown I'm talking about Brayden and Rachel in case that isn't clear it just felt like really that that's gone just like that like mm. I don't care you know Tanner and Davia I'm not losing sleep over but Rachel and Brayden there was really something I'm there I'm losing
2: sleep over Tanner yeah. and Davia <laughs>
0: Still, Mm -hmm. you were wooed by that professional level dancing.
2: I was. It's good kissing, too.
0: (laughs) That brings us to our credits. It's Kat and John Henry bonding over always having to pee. I thought this was super cute. This is a really credits-worthy conversation. Oh, yes.
2: This is what we want.
0: Yeah. He says that because he's always in a wetsuit underwater, he just pees whenever he wants. That's great. (laughs) He's like an animal. Yeah. He's like like, like a fish. Yeah. He's like, if I feel the slightest need to pee, I just pee
2: he doesn't think about it Can you, that it's sounds just like he just dream. he does not tense his bladder ever it's just like a muscle that's always relaxed
0: Ugh, doesn't that sound amazing yeah just peeing whenever you want it's like reverting back to pre potty training
2: let's be honest the real beauty would be just pooping whenever you want
0: <laughs> i don't know if i agree with that
2: because you think about the 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 sort of the
0: you're right i can't i cannot separate the stress and
2: well the sanitary elements yeah, of yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. and the embarrassment of it but imagine i think about this all the time sometimes you'll, you see like a like a herd of water buffalo and they're just like sort of just hanging out looking at each other and one just drops a huge load without even batting an eye yeah yeah and they're just like yeah that's that's what we do yeah no one judges no one's like oh whoa what an animal <laughs> i've thought about it many times like on the subway you're riding the subway you're just like <laughs> It's time. People are like, "Yeah, good good work there." Not even. They don't even No, no they're just like even they don't even work. acknowledge yeah. it. You know what it's like? It's like coffee. It's literally just like I'm like <clears throat> that's how much people notice it.
0: Okay, Andy, that brings us to your A game. Do you have a winner?
2: I have a theme for my A game for this episode. Okay. The theme is A game in defeat. Okay. And it's shared by Oh, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Blake and Rachel. And Mercedes. Runner up. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. all of them.
2: I think that's the way to do that in that situation.
0: Yeah. And in Blake's case, it might have looked on the surface like he was the breaker upper, but actually, he was such a graceful breakup E. He like forced her to break up with him. He
2: allowed her. He didn't force her. He just allowed her. He said, I'm giving you, I'm giving you the option. Yeah.
0: I know that this is hard for you, so I'll end it.
2: And you know what? That's, that shows such maturity and confidence because you know, the person you're with doesn't really want to be with you anymore, but you're kind of making believe and you're like, maybe it'll get better. Like maybe I'll fix this or maybe they'll change their mind, but Mm -hmm. they won't. It's over. And you kind of are going through the motions and Very few people actually make that decision where they're like, you know what? This isn't working, even though I'm the one who wants it more. Yes. You know what it is? It's brave. Mm. It's like in those action movies where there's a couple or whatever, two people. Okay. (laughs) variety of relationships here. (laughs) Friends, (laughs) lovers. So one of them is like hanging off the edge of some crumbling thing and and the person can't hold. they're, They're like trying to hold them up. Oh. Or, or, or or even better, an actual scene in Gravity, with George Clooney and, and Sandra Bullock. Okay. Remember? Did you, you've seen Gravity. Right? I know
0: what you're gonna say. The person who is being held on to. Yeah. And
2: they're like, you're not, we're, we're both gonna die. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you keep holding on to me. Yeah. So I'm just gonna die. I know there's a 99.9% chance I'm gonna die. Yeah. So why don't I just say, I'm gonna die. You let go. You live. Yes. I die or we both die. Yeah. I'm gonna let us, I'm gonna let you live.
0: Yeah. 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 That's it.
2: <laughs> it's not even that much of a sacrifice. I mean, it is the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. But. In the end you're just making the thing that's about to happen, happen quicker and easier.
0: Wow. What a review for Blake. And Gravity. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, every song I know of called Gravity, I love.
2: There is a lot of gravity in naming a song Gravity.
0: Totally. I feel like for you to name your song Gravity, you're like...
2: Yeah, this is it.
0: I I know I've got a winner on my hands. Oh, totally. Like John Mayer, Gravity, Sarah Bareilles, Gravity. I can't think of any other gravities, but those are both fantastic gravities.
2: <laughs> Two is enough. Two is enough.
0: Okay, so, Andy, finally, who would we go for? Uh, hmm. I mean, would you, would you be one of the dogs on the beach going f- 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 around I, I, Jess? I would.
2: Okay. I would. Okay. okay. I'd stay with Jess.
0: Wait, am I allowed to say Blake since he's gone now?
2: No, you're not. You are absolutely okay, not allowed. Okay, Jordan. Oh, the truth comes out. I'm going to stick it out with Jess, but I may be sticking it out with Jess the same way that Jess was sticking it out with Blake.
0: Oh, you're trying to figure out what's missing.
2: Yeah, something's (laughs) missing.
0: Okay. All right. I think that's a good place to end. Sure. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and... TikTok. Leave us Apple and... Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy and that travels... Yeah. ...like this... All around the world. ...makes such an effort. Yes. Leave us nice reviews. Only nice ones. If you're just gonna hate on us, then keep that to yourself. But don't
2: say that because then people will be like, oh, I'll show you.
0: Oh, you think? No. Oh, that's so nasty.
2: That is nasty. Who does that? I feel like in this world, if you tell someone not to do something, they'll do it. I feel like we live in a in an I'll do the thing you don't tell me to do world.
0: Oh. Oh, that's so is fine. that wrong? I'm I have much, a
2: very negative take on things. I think I, I gotta be more positive.
0: <laughs> I think I'm more of a f- rule follower. So it's you, like you don't are do that. Rule and I'm like, okay.
2: Yeah, but I think people like to not do what they're told these days. Okay, so I
0: just will not address... So should
2: we say the reverse? Like, don't (laughs) leave us five-star reviews?
0: Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy. Okay. Let's get some coffee. Yeah, same.
2: Keep the Starbucks facing us. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not giving. I'm not giving Starbucks any love in this podcast. <laughs> so they show us. Starbucks the is like,
0: damn it, yeah,
2: <laughs> foiled again, dear Shandy. <laughs> Who knows what's behind this cup? Is it Gregory's?
0: <laughs> is it Joe?
2: Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh,
0: is it Blue Bottle?
2: Ooh, wow, it's high end. <laughs> Is it <laughs> is McDonald's? It? Meanwhile, now we've given advertising <laughs> to like six other brands.
1: Ah, mm. the first taste of rare bourbon—you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.